name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Our lives are a series of choices. Each choice leads to a result. Would you like to easily know which choices are the right life choices for you? If you've never met Amy Tyson, owner of Infinity Life Design, make it a priority to connect with her. Amy is a master of feng shui and batzi, which she calls destiny analysis. She assists her clients in understanding the hidden forces that are influencing their lives. A destiny reading with Amy is like reading a book all about you. She highlights which decisions will bring you to your fullest potential and which choices will lead you down a path of obstacles. If you're struggling with a challenge or you want to lift your life even higher, get connected with Amy and Infinity Life Design on facebook.com slash infinitylifedesign or subscribe to her online newsletter at infinitylifedesign.com and connect with your infinite life. Encourages everyone to be all that they are designed to be, be seen, be heard, be known worldwide and with ease. Please welcome me in, in, uh, or join me in welcoming Joanne Myers. Hello, everyone. I appreciate you coming today. And I want to thank Jess Tiffany. I actually think of him as the LinkedIn expert. He's the one that actually introduced me today to Travis and to Jake. So I appreciate it so much you are taking the time to hear about this story that I'm going to tell you. Uh, and, but I was curious, have any of you ever gone to a webinar or a seminar? But actually, this one is a before the pandemic to a live event that was usually more than one day, like a four-day intensive. Well, the one that we're going to talk about today was a four-day intensive, and it was called Speak and Grow Rich. And at the Speak and Grow Rich conference, there was over a 1,000 people there. It was just buzzy, and everybody was so excited. There was all these different speakers, all these different uh, experts sharing their knowledge on stage with all these thousands of people. And they just were <laughs> just building up the enthusiasm, the excitement in the room. And it was so interesting to find out that there was four people that actually used to work together were at the same conference down here in um, down in Florida in the in January. So what happened was some of them would run into each other at the snack bar. A couple of them ran into each other at the ladies' room. That was actually Nancy and Connie. And then they actually, you know, decided let's all get together, you know, after the last. Uh, class and see if we can catch up with each other. So they did. They all met in the hotel lobby at, um, after the, that day. And they just were so excited to see each other. They embraced because they used to actually work together five years prior, but for over 10 years, they were in the same industry and they were both all four in sales and marketing. So they shared many t secrets. They shared many um, insights with each other. They competed basically against each other, even though they weren't really told that they were competing, but they, of course, um, even though you have other outside competitors, when you're in sales, you also often are competing against each other because, of course, the company usually posts your numbers. So they would see every week who was at the 
you know, the top salesman for the week, who did get the most cold calls done and all that stuff. So it was kind of in interesting to see how they, you know, worked together for those 10 years, but they really had lost track of each other. So it turns out that Sam, he moved to St. Louis. Nancy, she was doing traveling around actually uh, couch surfing right now in Colorado. Willie was still in DC. And then there's Connie. She's from New Jersey, but she was so glad to be in Florida in January to warm up. So they decided, you know, to reminisce and see what, the, you know, they used to talk about and stuff like that. And Willie said, do you remember that one time we had this contest to see who could make six figures first? And, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Nancy's like, but none of us ever did. And Connie says, wait a minute. I did one time in 2012 when I closed that one deal that I had been working on for a couple years because I stayed in touch with them. I followed up with them, you know, during all their mergers and their acquisitions. So I really did. They're like, oh, oh, oh. And then Sam said, did any of you guys make six figures yet out on your own because now they were all either laid off or uh, downsized or right-sized and, you know, out on their own as entrepreneurs. And I hear, no, 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 no. And then you started hearing some of the reasons. I never liked cold calling. I hate going to useless networking meetings. I spend a lot of time on proposals, but the prospective clients never get back to me. Social media sucks. It takes so much time. I would follow up if I had a CRM, a client relationship management package. I have lots and lots of ideas, one of them said. But I actually lose momentum or I just don't know how to monetize the ideas. So everybody's like, yeah, yeah, I understand. It's not as easy as it sounds being an entrepreneur. And then... Willie spoke up. He says, yeah, but look, we, we're at this conference. They're giving us, you know, these top five things to do as an entrepreneur to be successful. And so he started thinking about it. And he's like, I think that if to sum it up, it was like, to number one, create products and services that are active, passive, and residual. In other words, have multiple streams of income. Two, build a website. Three, network, network, network. Build your list, build your list, build your list. Four, create alliances, partnerships, joint ventures with colleagues, affiliates, and vendors. And the last one, number five, they said, be seen on stages, be heard on interviews, be known as the expert. They're like, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. So then they said, well, he said, why don't we have another contest between the four of us and we'll call it go for the green and whoever, you know, go, gets the, to six figures first, you know, wins. But it, in the meantime, let's just check in with each other in the next 120 days on Zoom to see how we're progressing. So everybody's like, oh, okay, that'll be fun to be able to, you know, have this as a contest instead of just me feeling like I'm doing it on my own and nobody's supporting me. So Sam, you know, so they all, after the conference, they left and I'm just going to give you a recap of what they, each one of them did. 
Sam, he was more the introvert, you know, so he decided and that he would move into a high rise, a sky right skyscraper downtown St. Louis. And he was just so excited because he got his name on the marquee as well as amongst all those people, as well as people that were coming into the building could see him on the marquee and he could network in the elevator. So he was really thrilled. Nancy, well, she, you know, as you know, was in Colorado. Well, what she decided to do was go to these networking meetings. That, that was the one that she really focused on, number three, network, network, network. So she started going to all these networking meetings. She would actually pay anywhere from 20 to $100 for rubber chicken at these, you know, events. But not only that, before you knew it, she actually had 12 volunteer positions. Because when you go to these networking meetings, many times they ask you to be on their committee, to be on their board of directors, to volunteer to do something. So she was very busy, but she did collect hundreds of business cards at those networking meetings over those 120 days. Then there's Willie. Wild Willie, he was had it in his head that he was definitely, definitely going to have the best website you can imagine. So he decided to, because he, he had taken a course before to be able to create one. So he did, but it really didn't look very impressive or very professional. So what he decided to do was to hire somebody to help him. So he wound up hiring designers, developers, programmers for the next 90 days to help him to create this professional looking website, which he was really pleased with. It, but the only problem was he really didn't get very many visitors like the guy at the conference said that you would get lots of visitors. So he was a little bummed out about that. Then there's Connie. Connie the Connector, she decided to join this collaborative cloud community where she met all these different people online on their monthly mastermind calls. She also had, with the, in the community, she got her own website. And the cool part of it was it was, was within a web portal. So everybody that was a member of this community actually got exposure to each other's contacts. So you could go from having no contacts to 65,000 contacts in 24 hours because it only took her less than a day to actually move into her website because it was all template-based, a 40-page website. And so every week she was just doing different things like blogging, uh, writing articles, creating new products, creating new services, being on radio interviews, all these different things. And she was winning awards and she was on more interviews in those three months than she was in the last five years. So she was thrilled to, to be able to be known as the expert in a very short period of time. So my question to you is, which one are you focusing on? Because as an entrepreneur, let's face it, it's really not that easy to do all of these things that the they recommend that we do to be successful entrepreneurs. It takes time, it takes money, it takes energy. So which one have you decided to focus on over your um, time? Because of the fact that a lot of this conventional wisdom that we're given at the Speaking Grow Rich conference, you know, can get a little bit um, 
intense to say the least. And most of us entrepreneurs, especially when you work alone and you really don't get to see very many people, it's easy to get depressed, it's easy to get down. And believe me, I have too, so I understand. So it's really nice to be able to share and be open with you of what really happens. Like for an example, when they told you to you know, create these products and services, pass a residual um, active income, well, that sounds really easy, but how do you really do it? Well, my suggestion would be that you might not realize it, but you have tons of information that maybe that you even created years ago. Go through your file cabinets, go through your drawers, see what the stuff, all these different ideas you had, and many of them you can either, you know, start by giving it away free, and you know, or I would recommend that you create things like tips, like. A lot of people create books, and I love books myself, but not everybody reads a book anymore, so you could even create the top 10 tips about your area of expertise, and that would be a product. But meaning that coffee, coffee with Travis, for an example, and you could charge to talk to those people for 30 minutes or lunch with Jake. I mean, all these things we don't realize, but you can actually have these as income-bearing instead of, always being on stage or active. And then the second one, you know, build a website. I, when I actually said that Willie build that website, I actually did take a three months course at a university and it, I did create the, my website and it really uh, took me like three months to do it and literally it looked like a second grader did it, and I wouldn't have wanted to show it to anybody. But I did pass the course, and I did go out and find developers and designers and programmers to help me make it function and look really good and actually get lots of traffic. So I understand that one, Willie. <laughs> and number three, network, network, network. Oh, Nancy, I can totally relate. So there's times when I was going to four networking meetings a day, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, afternoon, snacks, whatever. And because my mentor actually told me, because I used to travel before I did this, and he's like, Joe, you're going to have to get to know who's who in your town because you don't have a travel budget anymore. So I really didn't know a lot of people where I live because of the fact that I traveled all the time. So I started going to all those networking meetings, and I literally did have 12 volunteer positions at one time. So I don't recommend it, but I would recommend you volunteer somewhere, but not everywhere. And you do get to know a lot more people that way. Like at AGC, you could volunteer. Like I know just loves you know working with them and getting speakers and stuff like that that's like i said how just tiffany is the one that introduced me to this opportunity so i do recommend network 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 but you know all and also the other thing that with that make sure it's a group that is right for you because not every group is right for your type of business or your type of prospects hang out there so the other thing is um the creating the alliances and the partnerships I would recommend that you actually go where people like-minded are. Maybe like when you join those networking groups or something, find out what products and services other people sell. And you can often be a complimentary product and service. So you can both recommend each other, but that doesn't mean that you have to actually do something totally different, selling something that's not in your wheelhouse and people are like, what are you talking about? So I really recommend that. 
The last one, be on stages, be heard, and uh, be known as the expert. Well, sometimes it's really challenging and frustrating to find opportunities to be on these radio shows, on these podcasts, as well as, you know, on getting on stages. But there are places out there that you can buy lists and uh, that actually have, like, the, you know, speaking opportunities in your town, um, radio, radio show hosts, um, radio networks podcasters, lists of those. So I would recommend that you buy that list and whether you or can't, can or cannot, you know, um, take the time to call all of them, maybe you can hire a virtual assistant that can be able to do a lot of the research for you to find out which are the ones that you should contact. So I just recommend those things because it really does take a lot of time and effort to do all these things well. So you can always hire people to help you too, because that way you can focus on what you do best, focus on your area of expertise and love what you do and do what you love. And that makes life so much worth living. And you'll be so glad you did. And you'll be energized and vigorous and just enjoying life. And that's what we're supposed to do instead of dreading it. So I thank you for your time.